When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Holly Roberts for hour one anyway. Good morning. Holly, do you find emotionally after you leave our show at the end of hour one that you're sort of downhill from there the rest of the day, just anticipating the next day's opportunity to be back on the Don and Steve experience? Or I don't want to put words in your mouth. Just because I'm off the air doesn't mean I'm not working. That's right. Mm-hmm. But, don't, but don't you miss mm-hmm. us, though? I mean, does it emotionally, don't you just go rapidly downhill? I know. That tomorrow will be another day, and okay. we will meet again. <laughs> and then we will be Aww. here. Yes. Yes. Yay. Woo-hoo. Woo. I'm looking at this picture of King Charles right now. I, I just can't believe that. <laughs> I just can't believe it. I just can't believe uh, that this is a thing. Well, what's he doing in this picture? Well, it looks like he's holding a, 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 a bottle of liquor but no, it kind of looks like yeah one of those fancy shambar, shambar yeah. or whatever that's the orb Donna. this is the orb yeah this, okay what's up with the orb yeah it's the royal orb what do you do with an orb you hold it what he's doing is it like a magic eight ball like you ask it questions <laughs> he yes, wishes right. he just he <laughs> it holds just it only fake. for a brief period and then he also has a scepter in his other hand he's in a red velvet chair with gold trim and he's got a uh, uh um, like a fur robe yeah, like a cape. A, yeah, yeah, an ermine robe. Let, let me tell you, Donna, it's the Sovereign's Orb, mm. and it dates mm. back to 1661. Wow. Do you think he feels kind of like a douche? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a question not a lot of people are asking today, but there's no, Debo. Well, you know, with, like with his billions of dollars, sure, Donna, you yes. feel like a douche. I mean, I would just, I just, I would feel so silly. Just like people posing on the red carpet. Like, I would feel like such a moron. You mean just that he, he somewhere deep inside, is knows, like, oh, God, I okay. got to put this stupid hat on. And No, no, no. I don't think that. I, I thought you, interpret, you were interpreting that a different way. Do you think he feels like, I can't believe I'm putting everyone through this, that so many millions have to be spent on this? Like, I'm just deep talking in his heart. outfit. I'm oh. just talking pure, purely outfit. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think he feels like a bag at all. I think you, when you have waited, what is he, 100 years old? When you waited 100 years to become okay, king. Okay, he's 74. I'm rounding up. <laughs> wow, and really? he's waited all this time. And then finally he becomes king, Donna. He has probably dreamed of holding the scepter and the orb and wearing the royal robe. He's mm. dreamt of this for years. It's finally here. And let me tell you, 
Those jewels on that orb and scepter are real. He did not go to Spencer's Gifts for any of those. Or to Burger King. No. That scepter looks like it's Spencer's-ish. Uh, uh, it kind of does. Anyway, the reason um, I bring it up is... Who wasn't uh, in the photo? Well, in the family photo, uh, who do you think? He, Hair Bear. Hair Bear is missing. And that's okay. I mean, who Because can- that's a royal family photo not a blood family photo so yeah okay. i feel okay with that all right you know. it's business it's business okay and he seems to be okay with it too harry uh by the way king charles did raise a toast to his grandson archie as he wished him a happy fourth birthday oh that's nice wherever he was <laughs> it's pretty close to ozzy what you're doing there <laughs> I think they are the same age, Ozzy Osbourne and Prince Charles. Oh, you're probably right. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. See, they probably could have gotten Ozzy to perform. Now, I know that this, I'm not coming at this from a dark place. But? I wonder how long he will reign as king. He's well, 74. Not everybody lives into their mid-90s. But both his parents did, so he's probably got a pretty good chance of giving us 20 years. And I guess he is pretty well protected when he travels. It's not like he's going out on, you know, 35W North. Right. He's he's got a, 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 what do they call those, a motorcade. Right. He's got a whole thing, so that lessens that. And the national health. He'll be all right. Right. Yeah. I was reading these um, facts about the royals the other day, and... Just some random stuff, like, for example, Princess Diana left Harry more money than William because she knew that William was going to inherit, you know, it was going to become king someday and inherit the uh, the Duchy of Cornwall. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah it just yeah. sounds so fake. Sounds like a dog. <laughs> and so he got more money. Uh, when she died because of that. And I'm like, oh, that was really good planning. That was yeah, smart, that's nice. right? That's um, a good, good mom thing. Yeah. And by the way, Steve, he did fly commercial. Is that right? I yeah. stand corrected. Now, 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 not coach. Maybe not coach. And probably nonstop. Right. Do they? Well, I don't know and if it's they a do in California to in LA to London nonstop. They sure do. Do they really? Mm-hmm. How long is that flight? Like 12 hours? About. Huh. Wonder what movie he watched. (laughs) Wouldn't you be looking over his shoulder if you were sitting behind him? Oh, by the way, I didn't tell you guys. So uh, a few weeks ago when I was out doing stuff in New York... And they uh, they had flown me first class. Did I tell you, I got bumped from the fl- uh, from first class. They had to change airplanes, so I had gone in with you know my peacock feathers were out, and then I got switched to Comfort Plus like a total loser. Oh, they took away that hot towel from you, didn't they? They They're sure like, did. No, that's not for you anymore, sir. Nor is the meal, Holly. They they I saw Impossible Burgers being served in front of me, and I was like, yeah, it should have been mine. Anyway. Then, and I hesitate to tell you this because, Donna, I know that you will particularly frown upon this, Holly, probably as well. I'm like, they put me right behind first class. There is a wide gap between the two first class seats, and they did not have the curtain pulled so I could really see through. And I couldn't figure out how to access my television. Come to find out it was underneath my seat, this weird first row thing behind first class. It was weird. But the point was, that's worth you knowing. 
because then I was looking through, and I was like, oh, look, that guy's doing some work. All right. And then a few minutes later, I was like, boy, he's just chatting away. And then I was like, well, I'm never going to see him again. I may as well read this chat. So then I started reading <laughs> the business. No, it was a business chat. Oh, I do that, too. I'll, I'll look and see what someone's reading or what they're writing. And he was like, why is Jeremy even on this project? He shouldn't be. I think it's time that we take him off. And I was like, here, here. And then I saw, like, you know, dot, dot, dot. The other person is typing. It was, it was wildly what entertaining for a few minutes. What did the other guy say about Jeremy? They were like, yeah, we're going to work on taking him off right now. You know, mm-hmm. Gina's going to see if she can disinvite him Gina. from this thread or whatever. Yeah, like, that's her real name. It was captivating, though, for, you know, got me through. I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 minutes of just oh, periodically so looking up. Thank you, Donna. Thanks for sharing that. You're so vulnerable. Also, it was a really big computer. There are big computer people on planes who are like, I'm going to bring my office. And he was big computer guy. Okay. Good to know. Thank you. You mean I, that? Nope. Gotta go. We're going to come back. We have all sorts of fun today. It's Tuesday. We're going to play the same name game at 1130 today. Uh, coming up an hour or two at 1030, as always, we'll play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. today. Uh, this week's topic is music. Oh, rock. Rock music. And we will find out what decade mm-hmm. our quiz is on. We'll find that out at 1030. Uh, but when we come back, there was a, a really sad thing that happened in Donna's neighborhood. Oh, my gosh. It was insane last night. Big okay. fire. Big, Ma'am. big fire. Uh, she'll give us the rundown of that. Uh, and then I, if we have time, I'll introduce you to something I just learned about called quiet luxury. Oh, I quiet definitely want to get to that. that. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Woo! Donna Valentine, I am in studio. Steve Patterson. Looking very dark in your closet. Oh, you're not anymore. Okay. Before it was very, very dark. Where yeah, you my computer. Um, I had a meeting the other day, a Zoom meeting. By the way, Zoom meetings. Yeah, let's be done with those. Yeah. Anyway, but, you know, these people are in California. So, they, and then Zoom's beautiful, you know, but other times just give PTSD, right? With Zoom, with Zoom and everything. Yeah. It's, a, it's great technology. Absolutely. Well, I went on and it was just totally, totally dark. All the lights were on. I've got a ring light here. I've got a lamp in front of me. Got all the right lights. I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if I bought a bad computer. Oh, is it new? It's uh, within the last year oh. and a half. Yeah, what brand? And it just feels like it's called Lenovo. And it didn't feel cheap. I it mean, sure it was probably like. weird. You were going to say cheap. Eight or $900. It's like an all in one. That's a lot of money. Um, yeah, and it's sort of like punking out on me a little bit. Well, I'm so sorry for you. A few times during every show, the whole screen will just go black, and then it will come back on. Maybe I should call them. I would. I'll call them. May I do it now? Um, I'd appreciate if you didn't. Okay, cool, okay. cool. Cool. You guys, there was a big fire in my neighborhood yesterday, and I was so oblivious. I'm sitting on my patio in front of my house, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking on the phone. I'm talking to... A friend, my friend Mike, we're just blabbing away. And I'm like, I don't know why, but all of a sudden, all these kids are coming into my backyard. And he's like, What? What are you talking about? I go, I don't know. Like, there's like, now there's neighbors, like adult neighbors. Oh my gosh, now there's like 12 people. Nobody's mm. saying, Hi, Donna, can we come in your yard? They're just coming into my backyard. And I'm like, Okay. What's I, going on? I got to go see what's going on here. The house. behind my house, so in my backyard, there's you could see the the next street on fire. It was 
ripping through this house. Mm. Uh, I oh, mean, so, so much. So I know. Oh, so awful. I mean, no one, were, no one was. Uh, no, no, everyone inside was evacuated safely. We as, should say that. As far as we know, yes. That's the, that's the report on KSTP. Is that? Yep. And, and, and a couple minor injuries with firefighters. Firefighters, correct. That they've been treated for at the scene. Yes. So we're just now we're moving over to the other neighbor's house on her, you know, back deck. Everybody's, you know, over there just watching, mm. and we're thinking, okay, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. It just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Oh, so sad. It's interesting because my neighbor Susie was cooking prior to this and her smoke alarm went off and it's hardwired and I believe it goes to the fire department if they, you know, if they get a signal. Right. So she starts opening her windows and then she starts hearing the fire trucks thinking, like, there's all this crazy mm. confusion. She's thinking, they're, oh, great, they're coming over here, false alarm, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. I mean, they, there, there had to be, like, eight fire trucks. I mean, it, they were coming from Eden Prairie, everybody in Bloomington. It was just awful. I just feel for this family uh, or this couple, whoever lives there. I don't know these neighbors. I know their next-door neighbors. Um, walked past it this morning and it's not good. It oh, is so, it, you know, you, you work your whole life to, you know, have a house and a home. And then in a matter of minutes, it was up in flames. Boy, yeah. it does remind you too, that, you know, to have a, have a fire plan, make sure those smoke alarms are working and, and all that kind of stuff because you know god forbid all it takes is a couple of things being different in a situation mm-hmm. and it goes from a really sad situation to a tragic situation right exactly and you know while people are come running out of the homes you've got firefighters running into the homes Amazing. so thank god um props to oh Eden gosh. Prairie and Bloomington firefighters because yes. this was this could have been worse Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it was so bad. I mean, people, even with the, the windows closed, our houses were getting smoky inside. Oh, yeah. You know? Thick, thick black plumes yeah. of smoke. So bad. Coming from this. Um, but, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And they say that they, they, they believe that the house is likely a total loss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the cause of the fire remains under investigation. Mm-hmm. You know, but... Uh, hopefully, you know, insurance is right and all that kind of stuff, and they can rebuild there. That's your hope? Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know? You know, and we'll just have to come together as a neighborhood, too, and see what we can do for these people. It's just... Yeah, it's a great time to meet the neighbors. I mean, it's a bad time, obviously, but it's a a good time to for anyone who does... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Doesn't know them to reach out and establish a relationship and find out how you can, you know, love on them and serve them in such a really, really difficult For sure. time. Oh, For goodness. Sure. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For it's sure. crazy. Seeing a house fire up close is always surreal in Shocking. a sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, is this actually happening? Right. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're you're speechless. Ugh. You're just like, what? Yeah. You know, funny you bring this up because I actually had a conversation with my husband over the weekend where I was like, remember the time where there was a house on fire directly across the street from us mm. and the flames were just billowing Mm. out of the window and i told him i turned to him this week i'm like i don't think i'd ever seen a human being dumbfounded before in my life like accurately dumbfounded because it is one of those things when you see those flames active that you just you're totally right steve it's just such a surreal thing i saw a car fire on the way to work a few weeks ago those are shocking to see as well Gosh, I just you just pray that everybody's okay. Yes, yeah. for yeah. sure. Things can be replaced. I remember there right. was a uh, there was a big fire when I was growing up in this small town down near the train tracks, where which were you know two or three blocks away from where we lived, and there was this big warehouse building, old school, think East Coast brick building, really long, and that whole thing caught fire, and it was like the whole town was down there at about eleven o'clock. I remember my parents like waking us up, and we were going to go walk down because we just couldn't believe it and everybody else you saw the orange coming from the mm-hmm. bottom of the hill and then it was just like we all stood there in in shock now mm-hmm. that's a very sad thing it's a warehouse it's a, a time i believe that nobody was there after hours but still just oh goodness well our uh, our hearts are with these people who have yeah. just woken mm-hmm. up to a totally different reality today with their house a total For loss sure. and a good reminder not just to have a have a plan make sure like Things in your garage that could be flammable, like get all that stuff in check, you know, keep it away right. from your gasoline can that you use for your lawnmower or whatever. Right. You know, it's just a reminder because it could, you know, things can go to the crapper in a matter of minutes. Yeah, so true. Well, with that, uh, we will shift topics here. When we come back, I want to introduce you to a uh, phrase that I had never heard before. That phrase is quiet luxury. Ooh. What it is and uh, why you might be seeing more of it moving forward. That when we return, you're listening to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 107.1. Hey friends, what's up? It's Steve for Origin Meals. Let me introduce you to something that could de-stress your life a little bit. Doesn't that sound good right about now? Getting a little bit of time back, especially as we have these beautiful May evenings. You just want to kind of hang out outside on the deck, on the porch, on the patio. We'll have dinner made for you. And usually when you have dinner delivered, let's be honest, it might taste good, but you might not feel so good about it later. It can be really heavy, weighing you down. You know it's not the healthiest option. Au contraire, mon frere, when it comes to origin meals, these are delicious. Lou and I love them. We are pumped. We've got a shipment coming soon. And it's great because you know that you're eating healthy, you're saving time, and then you get to spend more of the time 
doing what you really love, hanging out with the kids, relaxing out back, enjoying the weather. You can save time. You can eat better. And when you mention you're a My Talker, which I suggest you do, you'll save 30% off your first order. Try it out. Money back guarantee if you don't love it. OriginMeals.com. Hi, my talkers. Cassandra here with my mom, Carla, financial advisors with Clear Step Financial. And you can hear us every Sunday at 10 on the Financial Health. And we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So I don't know, is this a good news or a bad news situation that I, you're about to share? I think it's good news. All I right. think. Listen, we're all in five minutes from now, we're going to know something that maybe we didn't know right now okay we're gonna feel in the loop all right and i think it could inform how we purchase fashion items oh okay there is a term have you heard of it called quiet luxury Mm, no i've heard of quiet quitting and quiet firing Okay. I have not heard of quiet luxury. Quiet luxury, I think, much more optimistic than those two things that you just brought up. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading this this morning in the Morning Brew newsletter. They said, here, here's what it is. It's essentially, okay, remember when the, the Supreme Court back in 1964 defined obscenity as you know it when you see it. This is So this is, they're giving this as context because back then, some 60 years ago, as the Supreme Court was talking about obscenity, it was like, this may need, might not even need defining. You just know it when you see it. And they say that quiet luxury falls under that same umbrella. You know it when you see it. It's well-tailored, logo-free clothing mm. made from expensive fabrics in neutral colors. Oh, okay. Why is it trending now? And by the way, um, it's... That the term quiet luxury has surpassed 35 billion views on TikTok. Succession characters, if you've been watching that show, Mm -hmm. they often rep quiet luxury. And so that's kind of part of it. Popular show, people are seeing it. But they say there's an underlying reason why quiet luxury is on the rise, which is the looming possibility of a recession. Quiet luxury last had a resurgence in 2008 when we went into a recession. So the economy continues to go through all this banking turmoil and up and down, big layoffs and all that kind of stuff, interest rate hikes. So flashy styles, uh, they're just not really what people want to spend their money on. Instead, they could you'd still spend money on these luxury items, but they have year-round appeal that would offer their consumers a good cost per wear. Okay. And so, I mean, there are even things, I guess, in succession, like uh, they have, like, cashmere hats. And, I mean, I'm looking at a picture right now, and it's, you know, this tan jacket, a maroon top. The guy is wearing just like a soft, almost army green, olive green jacket with a black shirt underneath and a plain gray baseball cap. So the thought is, anytime you wear logoed clothing... Which can be cool and for sure can work, but it's tougher to wear that one Monday of one week and then the next Monday of the next week and the next Monday of the next week. But if you have an understated, quiet luxury item, 
you can mix and match and people don't know that you are repeating the same thing so you pay a little more for these really good materials but then you get a better cost per wear out and and you're basically <clears throat> not showing off you're you're not walking into a room like sure. look at my couture no no but you are showing off but you're only showing off to other people who know that oh, you're no. showing oh. off. Yeah. yeah. And okay. so then you're signaling power like, I understand that you know that I'm wearing a $400 white T-shirt. Now, the, right. man, the person on the street isn't going to know this. But you know this, and we are quietly signaling our power together through our T-shirts. Okay. Okay. Also, better materials have been on the rise as well. They say that this spring and summer season's lines have seen the use of premium materials like Pima cotton and Merino wool jump 32% year over year. So a lot of fashion designers, they're using higher quality materials more, much more this year than they were at this time last year. You guys, don't look at my $400 t-shirt, please. You know, Donna, that could be. Stop doing that to your. <laughs> don't show your shirt off like that. Um, you you could be in quiet luxury right now. Donna has a white V neck on, and like a uh, a high quality sweater. Thank you. Eh, I don't know. Looks like you could kind of stick your fingers right through it. Wow, that's. I'm just saying. I don't know. It's not knit tight, but maybe that's that's the thing. Is yeah, loose knit. It's not tailored. Like that. That's part of the quiet luxury, right? Is a more tailored. Am I saying that yeah. word weird? Tailored. You always do. Yeah, Tail- you always tailored. do. I gave up on that word with Tail- you a long time. Tailored. Ta- you can say tailored. Tailored. Ta- <laughs> the the common person might just say tailored. Tailored. But you add the extra fonts. Tailored. <laughs> yes, sophisticated. Tailored. Yes. Tailored. 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 You're saying tay. I'm saying tail. Correct. Uh huh. I don't know who's right. Uh, we're both right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it would be more fitted. It would be a more fitted look, I believe. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, yesterday uh, I wore your cardigan. After the show, I saw you in your cardigan. We were walking down to get soup, and I was like, oh, my gosh, let me try that on. I think that would work on me. And I felt like it really worked on me. Yeah, you really liked it. Nobody else seemed to. Donna. What? I'm just saying you took a survey downstairs. Yeah, but those people were idiots. Who did I ask? A nice lady. <laughs> oh, uh, the fake baker? No, you asked a customer, a coworker. A customer? A customer. Who did I ask? You don't know their name? I don't because she probably works over on the TV side. Anyway. Oh, I asked Tracy. Yes. Oh, yes, God. the office manager at Twin yeah. Cities Live. Holly, have you seen me in Donna's cardigan? I have. And I think it looks good. I really, what, this picture hang- right here. Who are that- the haters on you, Steve, wearing that cardigan? You know, it, it, it gets a little chilly in the office. You need some coverage. Boy, I liked how it fit, the color. It was like this. Uh, yeah, here again, another kind of tan color. Donna likes to blend in. and They're camouflage, a lot of what she wears, because we have a lot of tan, beigey, tan walls. That was walls. pink. Steve, you were wearing a pink sweater. No, was that a pink? pale pink? Yes. I feel sweater. like that's got more flesh tone in it, like my flesh tone. That's fine. Than pink. That's Either fine. way, can I have it? No, because it was a gift. I'll give it back when this person comes yes, in. Yes, you can have it. Absolutely. Thank you, Donna. All right. Thanks for having me.
Bye. It's sometimes a pleasure. Ha! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we got a little update on Jamie Foxx. Yes, yeah, sort of. Yeah, I kind know. Of. I know. It's a kind of sort of thing, but that's what we get at this point. Uh, there is a supposed source in Jamie Foxx's inner circle that says he's stable and his condition is, quote, not a life-threatening situation now. Hmm. The source adds that doctors are doing more tests and want to be completely sure that he will be okay before allowing him to leave the hospital. Uh, he's also going to be advised to keep his stress levels down when he does get discharged. Mm. But what a what a strangely cryptic... Let, let me say this. Maybe not strangely. It is rare for a medical situation of a major celebrity mm-hmm. to go for the details to be so opaque for such a long for so period long. of time. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, it just leaves us all to speculate, you know, and I'm sure that's what everybody's doing. You know, did he have a stroke? Did he, you know, did right. he have some kind of brain aneurysm or, you know, it's just, and, and I don't being in the hospital better. for almost a month is a long time. That yeah. is a long time, especially these a days. Long time. You have major surgery and they give you your walking papers two hours later. You know? <laughs> it's so true. Well, looking forward to the exclusive interview with Jamie Foxx and whoever. Right. Yeah, who's getting that? Because that's yeah. what's going to happen for sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, glad he's okay because he, he is a beloved oh uh, celebrity for sure. Absolutely. Um, speaking of celebrities, what do we know about Britney's book now? All we know is celebrities, apparently are afraid of it. They're nervous about it. Here we go. Another source says regarding Britney Spears' upcoming autobiography, which has been put on hold, uh, one of the stories says it's because her famous friends are worried about what's in it. Strongly worded legal letters have been sent to the publishers by people who know Britney and who fear what she has written. The source adds, Britney is brutally honest in the book. There are a lot of nervous A-listers. The last anybody had heard the book was supposed to come out in the fall. No word if that's still happening or not. I don't know. Maybe is Brittany showing solidarity and partaking in the writer's strike? Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Or is that paper shortage still an issue with Britney Spears' memoir? That's why they said the last winter that this book will be delayed. They're like, well, we don't have any paper to publish this book. I just don't yeah, buy come that. On. What? <laughs> Go to Kinko's. They have a ton of paper. That's right. My neighbor just chopped down four ash trees. We'll get you some paper. <laughs> Donna's going to send you <laughs> big old trees. Yeah. Get to work a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. There's Brittany with an axe. or I don't, How do you make paper? Thinly shaved? Don't, How do you make paper? Don't, Steve. Just no, stop no. It. For too, far too long, we've said, yeah, paper comes from trees. But I'd like to see the Mister Rogers educational video. We know how they make crayons. Show me how they make paper. Three D printer. Donna, those have. <laughs> That's going to be my answer for everything. <laughs> but with a three D printer, duh. Anyway, do you think that they shave accurate. it into bits like sawdust and then reform it? Sure. Well, they make it. They make it into pulp. What do you mean? You, like, you want to use pulp? Kind of. And then you squeeze it out. You don't squeeze out paper. <laughs> Nobody knows. That's how they make papyrus paper. Oh. That's not a real thing. Back in the day, it was. Um, I, okay. I don't think I've ever had papaya. Oh, look. Matters. Water pours out, leaving only fibers caught on the mold surface. I'm saying. 
Huh. That sentence made no sense to me. <laughs> I know. Holly's smarter than me, so she's like, see, that's it. It sounds like Donna just played mad gabs and go. read me a sentence. Go ahead. Paper is made in two steps. One, cellulose fibers are extracted from a variety of sources and converted to pulp. Pulp <laughs> is combined with water and placed on a paper-making machine, see, 3D printer, 3D printer. <laughs> where it is flattened, dried, and cut into sheets and rolls. Thank you. High five, Donna. Good night. Oh, High five. Yeah. I'm slightly disappointed. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> because I thought just sort of like if you took a log to the deli and said, could, I just, could you just have this as a number one? And then they just shaved it really, really thin, and that's how you get paper. Oh, I see, because that's... Number one, two, and three, right? Yeah, like a big hunk of Arby's roast beef, mm. just on the shaver. Yes. Ew. That's <laughs> <laughs> really not right. I want to leave now. Donna, that's how sandwiches are made. This All is how right. the sausage gets made. By the way, DT's 11 o'clock. Uh, a theory about Prince Charles's sausage fingers, which if you think we're being mean, he has called them sausage he fingers. He has? Yes, he, I found that out this morning, back in 2012. Aww, he referenced his sausage guy. fingers. Anyway, by the way, he that. also seem appears to bite his nails. Thank you. <laughs> See something, say something is next on Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, friends, what's up? It's Stevie Boy. Uh, so I want to explain a little about you. You've heard me talking to you about the Canopy Group. Let me explain one of the really tangible ways that they can help you save money. They work with 16 different insurance companies, so you're not just stuck with one. They have 16 to use at their disposal for your good. And as it turns out, there have been uh, quite a few insurance companies that have been overexposed in Minnesota, which means they're covering a lot of people. And then there have been a lot of weather events, storm damage, wind damage, things like that that have come through the past few years. And so what have they seen? For some of those overexposed companies, their insurance rates, the premiums go up, not just for the people impacted, for everybody, because they kind of got to make that money back. The Canopy Group is prepared for such a time as this. How? Well, they have 16 companies, which means some of them are not overexposed. So when a situation like what has happened the last few years occurs, they can say, hey, wait, we can shift you over here, and they can save you a ton of money compared to their competitors, and you can get incredible coverage as well. All sorts of ways to save when you go to thecanopygroup.com. Things Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment and truth hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh time for if you see something say something with donna and steve if you see something say something come on and party tonight i just saw an email what'd you see it's for you Okay, hopefully positive. It says, uh, Midwest clinical research, bunion removal surgery. Honest to God. Discomfort from bunions can be a bummer. Hmm. Super bummer. Super bummer. Steve, you can uh, click on the the link in the email and uh, get yourself some surgery. Listen, Mm. I might get surgery someday, but this surgery leaves you limp for a while. You've got a. You can't drive for like six or eight weeks. That's fine. And then you got to do a double. I have to do a double. I mean, at a minimum, I got to get one done. But then the other one's trending in the wrong direction. And I've heard some people say they get the bunion surgery. It looks good, but then there's still pain. 
involved. Hmm. I don't know. Now, I come from a Bunyan family. I get these from my grandma. I don't blame her yet, but it's a it's a thing. You know, it's funny. Hmm. Last night, speaking of seeing things and saying things, I had a few different things happen. I did a little brief day in the life thing on Instagram stories. Okay. And I always start out hotter to trot, and then I forget about it for a few hours. Then I'm like, oh, crap, I should probably check back in. So then at one point, I just said, hey, if you want to ask any questions, you can. And I got to a few earlier in the day. So then it's like 10 o'clock, and Pat Pap's ready to hit the hay. You know what I'm saying, Mima? <laughs> oh and so I was like, I'll check out a couple more questions. Do not call me Mima. <laughs> Donna, it's a term of endearment. <laughs> It's one of the kindest things I feel that I could say to you. Every, no, nope, it has been stricken from the record. That will no longer be used. Continue. Is it because of the the age connotation that you're making? Are you projecting? Mima is, you mentioned Mima to somebody, and they're like, oh my gosh, my Mima. I trust that woman. I feel safe with that woman. I love that woman. <laughs> None of that helped Holly. If you could have just seen Holly's look of like, oh, this is not helping. Oh, no. All right, fine. Mima, stricken from the record. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Mm. The fun police called. Wait, I don't even know how to end that. Here's the point. Mm. I go on, look at a few questions. Multiple physical things. Like, hey, why are you going so gray now? Mm. What's up with that? You telling me that's not ageism, Donna? Then I keep scrolling a little bit. Somebody just bluntly said, when are you going to get your hair cut? So now I'm getting hair shamed. Then I see another message that I did not respond to and said, hey, while we're critiquing you, I don't like your beard. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then there was another message where we had to take Dev with us. Uh, Lou and I went and shot a video yesterday. We had to take Dev with us. And he's three and a three, almost three and a half. Let's round up. And, uh... He still uses a pacifier. And let me tell you that when we first, when we had our first child, Adeline, we said we were pro-passy, but we said that comes out at 12 months. And we had a friend who said, at 12 months, just get rid of it. We were like, that's good advice. So we were pretty hardcore about it. Then we like saw my nephew was still using his at like two and three after we moved. And we were doing what you should do, which is shaming my sister. And we were like, you got to get a grip on this. This dude's still got a pacifier in. We took ours out of 12 months. Our last two kids have had these pacifiers in well beyond 12 months. And our care about it has really, really deteriorated. Yeah, because it's the fourth kid. Absolutely. Yeah. So then I go, I open my, my uh, and we're aware. I mean, he looks crazy. And there are times where I'm like, okay, take that thing out. Well, dude. it's not Talk like us. he's a teenager, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I'm going to a rave, Dad. Bye. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> anyway, then some, uh, some uh, Instagram user reached out and was like, get that pacifier out of his mouth. And I said, nah, it's not stressing us. And then she responded and said, what is it with you two and pacifiers? Take it out to the garbage and throw it away. And I Wait, said, who is this person? This is just an Instagram person. Get lost, lady. Well, <laughs> so then let me see here if I can pull this up. Um, oh, my God. So then, you know, sometimes I respond to those things. And, and, and we hash it out by the time it was all done. Um, but she said, take it to the garbage, cut it in half and throw it away. I said, nah, again, it's not stressing us. Don't let it stress you. To which she said, trust me, I don't. 
Although I questioned that because she was reaching out with concern about it. So then I said, and Lou suggested I not send this message. Oh, no. You're feeding the troll, Steve. You're feeding the trolls. I just wanted to have a little fun. No. So I said to her, I would like to send you a pacifier. (laughs) I think you might be surprised at how much you like it. I suck on one almost every night. Helps me fall asleep. (laughs) Anyway, I thought she was going to get all angry at me, and she said, I would love that, Steve. I have six grandbabies. Number six was just born. I've told all my kids, don't let them suck on a pacifier. Just don't let them do it. Thumb is the best. No, it's not. It could ruin your teeth. From an orthodontic standpoint, I think. Look at me. Thumb is not great. Me too. So anyway, but we hashed it out. We we we're fine. But okay. we just had a, now, I had a little. Let me just pile now on BFFs and trade yeah. recipes. That's nice. <laughs> All right, let me pile on to that. Have an email here from our friend Aaron. Son of a gun, Donna. She was talking about jury duty, and then she said, "Secondly, I get so irrationally angry when people choose Steve for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge." Like, what? She goes, my internal dialogue is, why would you care more about getting a t-shirt rather than helping the underdog? And she said, then I'm angry for the whole game, especially if they actually know the answers and help him. Not sure why. I love Steve, but I really want him to lose the College of what Pop Culture What is going knowledge. on? I don't know. I turned into the underdog. I was down for a while. Yeah. This is... Yeah, Mercury's in retrograde. Don't worry about it. Is it, it. the retrograde? Is yeah, that what's happening? Communication, man. I want to give mercury supplements to people. Give them some oh. salmon, man. <laughs> Omega threes. <laughs> I think Jeremy Piven had mercury poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's stupid. Um, oh, but I get it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Give him some salmon, man. Were we supposed to do something in this? Uh, well, well, you know. You know what? You saw something and you said something. Sure so did. I feel like promise delivered. Delivered. There you go. We didn't specifically tease anything. You're right. We did a really bad broadcast and tease, which is when you just generically tease ahead. Yep. To nothing. And, uh, to Coming nothing. up next, nothing. More of this. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, Holly Roberts uh, will take off now. Zamboni tags in. We do have a little uh, dirt alert and then some music news. Hey, uh, I watched Alanis Morissette and Ed Sheeran on I Idol. I watched a little too. I'll give you my thoughts on that and some news about the weekend when we come back.